Hello readers, welcome to Bookshook. I'm your host, Jason Aftem, and today we'll be discussing John Wyndham's 1955 novel, The Crystallids. Before we get started, I'd like to give a big thanks to our sponsors, Chick-fil-A, Scholastic, and Walmart. Today's topic is very important to me, as The Crystallids is one of my all-time favorite novels, and is packed with many important messages. Today we'll be joined by a guest speaker, Connor Davis. Yeah, Jason, for sure. Thanks for having me. Should be an awesome episode, and, uh, Honored to be here on this podcast. Yeah, this should be a good episode, so make sure you guys stick with us. Uh, feel free to follow all our socials below to stay up to date to all our new content, and let us know in the comments what you want to see next. Without further ado, let's begin to discuss our first segment. So tell me, Connor, what makes John Wyndham's work so impressive to you? Yeah, first off, I believe it's his ability to just shape the reader's feelings and create such an imaginable story. I feel that's what just makes a story so powerful and relatable to the reader. When you say shape the reader's feelings, what do you mean exactly? So what I mean when I say that is he's very good at changing the reader's emotions throughout the different stages of the novel. Like, for example, early in The Chrysalids, when Petra is deemed normal, it made me so happy to hear that considering the previous two babies were deemed abnormal. But this is where John is so good with shaping emotions because right after that streak of happiness, he almost instantly changed the mood of the story to sad with Aunt Harriet's death. This just made me think like, wow, I just felt so relieved and, and like happy like two seconds ago. What just happened? You mentioned the story having a relatable aspect to it. Do you mind explaining what you mean by this? Well, for me personally, with John's writing, I can visualize almost every single part of every single story he's ever written. The Crystal has been a fantastic example of that. With his writing, I'm almost able to see the setting that he's trying to describe. I'm almost able to hear the characters and the surrounding sounds of the setting. And as I just mentioned, feel the emotions of the characters, feel what they're going through. And I feel that's what makes a book so powerful and that's what makes a book so relatable and which can connect with a lot of people. The connection that you are going to feel with his writing is incredible. You know, you just feel as if you're one of the characters. At the end of the day, if you're able to feel the emotions and feel as if you're part of the story, because that's how I feel when I'm reading one of his novels, if you're able to do that consistently with someone's writing, I feel that's what makes somebody so successful as an author. And that's what John's been doing for such a long time now. And the chrysalids, it's just a, literally a perfect example of that. You know, you look at from the beginning to the end, you can almost feel um, David uh, as the main character. You can almost put yourself in his shoes and just think, wow, like what, what he's going through is absolutely incredible. And what he's going through, I can totally feel that, visualize that. I can feel that as the reader. And that's why John is such a remarkable author. And I really believe that. Those are some valid points you made. However, I'm also interested in what makes this book in particular stand out to you compared to John's other novels. Well, to me, and I'm sure many other people who read John's books would agree with me, that The Chrysalids is the book of his that most people can connect with. What makes you think that? I just found it very relatable. As I mentioned before, it's not some unrealistic book that has absolutely no meaning to the real world. This is a book that has similarities to real-world places, people, and problems. So when someone reads it, it can have a connection that is either a character-to-reader connection or a situation-to-reader connection. It's a very realistic book 
with a lot of real-world problems in it. Therefore, it makes an easy connection to most readers. Wow, those are some great points. Now time for a brief intermission before we begin our next segment, brought to you by Walmart. We've been in the game from the very beginning. They're with you every step of the way. Continue your journey with the most powerful Xbox ever. From one generation to the next, Xbox Series X, coming soon to Walmart. Welcome back, and thanks for sticking around. Now let's continue on to our next segment. Personally, I believe that Walknik's view on religion and normalities isn't fair, and is a cruel thing to do. I was curious what your views are on this situation. I'm glad you brought that up. That's a very good question. To me, and I'm sure to many others, it's an issue. First off, saying abnormals aren't in the image of God is absolutely outrageous. For Walknik people even believe that is insane. And being sent away because of a little something abnormal is so crazy. Like Gordon, for example, sent away to the fringes because of his abnormally long legs and arms. This is insane. It's it's terrible. It really is. Is there anything you would necessarily change about the society? Well, just allow people to be free. Bottom line, who cares who they are? Who cares what they have or don't have? Everyone should have the same rights and have the same thing available to them. That would be my first priority going into it. And then secondly, I get rid of the fringes. I'd make Walknook and the fringes one whole community. I would change the name, start fresh, and let everyone live in their own image. That's a very good point you made. You and I have some very similar views on Walknook society, and I'm sure many other readers will agree that these are some things the Walknook could do to sustain a more fair and overall a better community. Overall, this was an amazing episode, and thank you, Connor, for joining us. Yeah, Jason, for sure. Thank you so much for having me. Had a lot of fun, and we're going to have to do this in the near future sometime. Guys, definitely go check out The Chrysalids. It's absolutely fantastic. Tons of great content in that novel. And until next time. Yeah, thanks, Connor. Anytime. Let us know in the comments section below what you want us to discuss on the next episode of Bookshook. Thanks again to our sponsors over at Chick-fil-A, Scholastic, and Walmart. Until next time, I'm your host, Jason Aftim, and this was Bookshook.